0: Hit the shot from half court MVP of all sports Coach put me in the game You know I'm the truth on the field Competition know the deal Coach put me in the game Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to the Stanley in English show with Coach Kurtz I'm your man, Coach English, and we are back, we are back, it's been a couple of months I know you've been missing us, you've been missing, well, missing me, I don't know about Josh, but I know you've been missing us, and we are back, finally, inbox been blowing up, Twitter been blowing up of course, you know Josh been saying some haterish stuff. So I mean, you know, let's, matter of fact, let's bring Josh in. Josh, my brother from another mother, man. How's it been to be on break, my brother? You know, I'm just glad
1: to be back on. I'm really excited about the guests we have this evening. I don't know what you're talking about with the hater stuff. Like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All, I, ex- I'm sorry. all I exude is love. Like, I I send out love. I give love. I don't even expect love back anymore because that's, you know, we live in a world where people, you know, are afraid to love because they feel that's going to open them up to be hurt. So I just give love, man. Don't expect anything back. and Give God all the glory and walk in peace. I don't know what you're talking about, but it's really good to be back. Um, oh, yeah. We're, we're still in crazy times. People are starting to peek their heads out the door a little bit and to be cautious but I, I i recommend that you still remain safe still be cautious and you know take your time but you know we we're here we're here so that's all i got how have you been
0: man i've been good man um it, it took some time that we that we had off to uh make myself a better person you know what i'm saying i'm, I'm down about 15 pounds right now feeling good you know got rid of my back ache, got to lose that weight well that kind of rhymes see Spitting bars right now Yeah
1: same 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 <laughs> I bought myself a row machine I'm doing cardio Two to three times a day I cut back on the lifting A little bit Because my joints were, were were hurting a little bit So I'm just doing Low impact
0: That's called getting old High intensity
1: No not really man You know it's just it's, it's high impact Low intensity As you get older You gotta change it up You know it's not getting It's not called getting old It's called getting blessed You know <laughs> you're still alive you know? Oh yeah Yeah it's, yeah it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a blessing But I am going to, before we get into our current events and everything, I'm going to introduce our special guest. This is someone I've been developing a very close and great relationship. She's like a sister to me over the years. Um, I've known her for a long time now. She's a really good friend to me. Um, if she wasn't so mean to me, I would let my kids call her auntie. But <laughs> once she stopped being so mean to me, I might let my kids do that. But I want to introduce Coach Brittany Anderson of the Stanford Women's Basketball Program. Um, Coach, how are you doing?
2: I'm doing well. I'm happy to be here with you all. Just a side note, um, I'm everybody's auntie. I love kids. Um, So your kids can call me auntie. Um, But I'm excited to be here.
1: (laughs) Great, great, great. We're so glad to have you on. So before we get into our topic and everything, Coach, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, You know, where you're from, where have you worked, and you know, just give us a little bit of background.
2: Okay, let's see. I'll start with I'm going into my eighth season as a college basketball coach. Um, I played at Virginia Tech um, for four years. Graduated in 2007. Um, after I graduated, wanted nothing to do with basketball. So I just kind of coached AAU for fun. Did not think I'd be a college coach, but here I am. I was at Radford for two years as an assistant. Um, I was at Virginia Tech, my alma mater, for five years as an assistant. And then in July, um, no, June, actually, I made a huge jump and drive across the country. Um, I accepted a job at Stanford as an assistant coach here. So I've had a couple stops along the way and was not in coaching and I am in coaching, but I absolutely love it and enjoy it.
1: Congrats on the new position and the new hire. So I'm really excited about that. I know you're going to do great things. You've always did a tremendous job and kids love to play for you because of who you are to get the basketball and the X's and O's. So we're really happy about that. And speaking of California, as we just saw, the West coast just dominated the WNBA and the NBA championships with the Seattle Storm winning the WNBA championship and obviously the Los Angeles Lakers with my favorite player, LeBron James. The Los Angeles LeBrons? The, nah, they're the Lakers. They're the Lakers. Don't do that, man. We all know you're a Bron hater. The so, Los Ange- oh, oh, I am. I, I am that. Yeah, you know, don't, don't do that. You don't but you know, this me. is not, the show is not about a LeBron debate. No, we don't want that. Okay? We don't want to do that. We're not, we're not here for a LeBron debate, LeBron, but <laughs> the Lakers and my guy, Bron, yes, Bron is the leader of that team. He
0: pulled it out. I'm not going to lie. I was very excited about that. Hey, hold on, Josh. Oh, shout out to – Josh, you said he pulled it out like it was a competition. Like he didn't he didn't pull anything out. They won. They won like they were supposed to, like people picked them to do. As soon as they picked up AD, everybody said they're going to win the championship.
1: So Sorry, Demi- he didn't pull Demi- it out Demi-
0: like he did what he was supposed to. He, he just didn't mess it up. Like that's it. That's all that the could have happened was you didn't miss it.
1: Darn, everybody picked the Clippers to win it all,
0: obviously. No, so I don't think, no, 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 no. I
2: don't think everybody did. No,
0: did and whoever did was smoking crack. So, <laughs> at the end of the day. All right, so <laughs> this, is all, uh, this is
1: all I want to say, man. Congrats to my guys. Congrats <laughs> to the Seattle Storm. Shout out to my girl, Asia Wilson, with the um, Las Vegas Aces. They made it to the um, WNBA Finals. And I know, and I, and I would say this is probably the toughest championship on both sides, being in a bubble, being away from your family, you know, being on strict protocol. So, you know, I think mental health came in was played a big role in this. The guys had to fight through it and the ladies had to fight through it. And, you know, shout out, man. And we're not going to get into this, but I do think, you know, this pushes Bron closer to that being, you know, one of the greatest basketball players of all time is not the greatest. I'm not going to compare like, like I saw a show Brittany did on Twitter the other day. We're not going to steal joy by comparison. But you know, in my opinion, I just think Bron is not the best, one of the best we've ever seen. Shout out to Michael Jordan. That's not to shout at Jordan, but you know what uh, Bron has done is, is is just amazing. But
0: where's, where's my where's, I'm gonna my, go where's my, my my sound effects thing, man? I gotta go. I'm on the wrong thing. I want to hit you with that. I mean, come on, man. Like <laughs> you can't even like I don't even know how we end this. we, we, we even get to that conversation. Like he's not there. He's, he's just not Like he, he's one of the greatest The greatest Bruh Like nah Like don't even I can't even I can't even acknowledge that
1: He's The dude went to 10
0: He's not even He's 10, not even the greatest To wear a Lakers uniform He can't
1: because He only played for the Lakers For two seasons but he, so I'm just saying He's not even I, the greatest would, To wear a Lakers uniform I, You can't disrespect the. So he's better Lakers, than Kobe like,
0: So he's better than Kobe
1: He's not a better Laker than Kobe no. I'm just I'm,
0: no, Is he better than Kobe Laker player period
1: You know like don't Let's not talk about I'm asking the question Right now I don't, I was I don't want to a compare to Kobe right now like, I just, It's too soon dog Too soon to what It's too soon It's too soon Because It's too soon Because I, I, I'm still Missing Kobe I'm still mourning Kobe I'm yeah. not going to compare in LeBron I'm not going to let you Drag me down this I'm not fo- dragging right you Down the Fox no, It's a simple question I just said I'm, Okay so he better than, bro, So he's said,
0: better than Magic He's a better champ than Magic That's what you're saying
1: what you mean a better champ? What I'm just saying a better champ?
0: he's a better he's a better player than Magic, so he's he's a better player than Magic Johnson. Is,
1: is he a, is he a better overall basketball player than Magic Johnson? Yes, he is. Okay. Yes, he is. He won he won a championship with three different organizations. Yeah, and he that's hey, who, whose fault is, is that? A, he is the hey, who's best. Whose fault foundation. is that? Whose fault is that? Is LeBron it? dog? LeBron James is the best foundational piece in NBA history. Uh-huh, I don't yeah.
0: care with nobody. Oh, you know, that. He, no, no, he's he's a great opportunist. Ooh, over there. Oh, they got to play over there. Oh, let me go over there. Oh, oh, wow. Brock, hey, Brock. let me. Hey, you, Duh. you come play with me over here. Right. Like, come every, play. Like we're gonna be over Brock here. Went. As a matter of fact, I'm gonna give you my agent so that you can come over here with me and we can just do this oh, thing. My
1: God, like let's God. let's just don't make this happen.
0: That. I'm just saying. Listen, all right, man. Oh, listen, listen, listen. Without listen, AD, what he play. did last yeah. year. Without AD, yeah. what he did last year. Just a question. They were. Can I
1: can I answer the
0: question? I, I'm waiting for you to do something.
1: Bro, before he got injured, they were number three in the West and trending and playing really well. Uh-huh. They were number three in the West. They were, about, they were about to take off. Then he got hurt.
0: They were and about to take off.
1: Out, they were three in the West. When he got hurt, those young fellas let the bottom fall out, and they Man. didn't make the playoffs because they fell, they fell out. They went from three to 11 while LeBron was out. I want you to think about that.
0: Oh no, I know. Come I, on, man. I'm not saying he's not a great on, player. Man. Just to put him in the same stratosphere with the greatest, to even the, the conversation of the greatest ever. Nah, I can't. I'm sorry, it's just not. He is me. the greatest. He is one of the greatest ever.
1: He is one, one
0: of the far. greatest. Yes, but he's not to be in the com. To be the. Nah. He is on the verge of being the greatest. He's
1: nah. played ten finals in seventeen years,
0: and like he's I played guess. ten finals in seventeen years. And how many has he won? What's his record?
1: He's won four. He's four and
0: six. Yes, yeah, four and six. Four Losing six. record. Losing record.
1: In the finals, bro.
0: Losing record. In the fu- Jordan is undefeated in All the right. finals. Never saw a game seven. Just saying.
1: Yeah, because he did He did He only went to six, and he, yeah, he tapped out. No, he he tapped out because cut he, that butt. he killed Wani people. Because he killed people. Because
0: he killed people. All right, killer. All
1: right, man. Look, I'm, I'm Kill not, her. not. I'm not taking. Killer. i not doing this. All right. so, <laughs> so, so, today's topic today's topic we didn't even get and, and i we didn't we didn't what i didn't get to the other stuff because you just you i, I bring up lebron and you just see blood like
0: hey man the sharks is out that. man sharks is out i, I give right. him his props for winning another championship he, he has four more than i have so right, i guess i gotta give him props right. on that
1: all right so <laughs> um so but anyway we have a very interest, we have a very interesting i think we have a very Interesting topic, a really good topic to talk about this evening, which is setting yourself up for success. Um, Coach Anderson, obviously, she's been coaching college basketball the last eight years, and um, she's she's seen it all. She's seen it all. She's seen players do very well. She's seen players not do so well. And she's going, Coach Anderson is going to start us out with a couple of questions, but she's going to um, she's going to give us a spiel on what she feels, some of the things you could do to set yourself up to be successful. So, Coach East, let's wait, start this out with your questions,
0: brother. All right, Coach Anderson, how you doing? As you can see how this goes, usually he just talks and <laughs> everybody else just kind of does whatever. Um, But uh, <laughs> but first off, I heard you say something interesting. Um, You said after you graduated, you didn't see yourself doing anything with basketball. Like you almost done and you just wanted to have, you know, you just did AAU, just kind of just to kind of have a good time somebody probably talked you into it uh, <laughs> like what brought back that passion because i think to be a college coach you got to be passionate at least about what you do um especially to be successful to move and, and to advance the way you have so far um so w- what was it that kind of do you remember the moment in which your that fire was ignited
2: um i i I'll start with saying I enjoyed my college experience, but my view of a college coach at that time when I graduated from college was like, they don't have a life. This is all you do. You don't have time to do anything else. And I didn't see kind of the other side of it. Now, had I gotten to coaching when I graduated, college coaching when I graduated, I probably would have been fired and they'd be like, don't hire her just because I needed to grow up. Um, So I just kind of, it was kind of two different, two things, just. I need to grow up number one. And number two, I just thought they didn't have a life. So how I got into coaching AAU was my former coach who recently, my former AU coach who recently passed away, James Nichols, had a team, Team Unique. And his, he asked me to come, come help these girls. And I was just like, yeah. And he was like, well, somebody helped you. And I was like, okay, I'll go. So I went to a couple practices. And then I did that for a couple summers. And then I went to other teams and just, I coached AAU and I truly enjoyed it. I enjoyed being around the girls. I enjoyed um, being in that environment, but it also showed me how much basketball had taught me just in life in general with pretty much anything. Mm. Um, I always say, if you play any sport in college, regardless of what it is, you have to train. You have to be mentally tough enough to get through the training. Um, you have to remember plays. Um, you have to be able to juggle two things. There's nothing you can do once you graduate from college playing a sport. There's nothing you can do. Um, You have the mental strength, you have the physical strength to do it. Um, So it's just kind of like one of those things where I was working a job, I got bored with the job. Um, I was very good at doing my job. I was a recruiter for an engineering firm. I was very good at it, could do it in my sleep. I enjoyed it, but I kind of got bored and I wasn't pushed or challenged and in trying to figure out, okay, what am I going to do next? Um, Bobby Kelsey, who coached me in college, who's one of my mentors to this day, she had talked about, like, when I graduated, have you thought about coaching? And I just kind of was like, I just brushed it off. She brought it up again, uh, had I thought about it. And I was like, you know what? I probably should think about this. But I was like, no, you know, I just kind of enjoy my freedom. What freedom was, I really didn't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I just was like, I just enjoy the freedom. So of just kind of doing whatever. And it kind of just, everything kind of fell in place. I prayed about it. I was like, what am I going to do next? And coaching, just college coaching kept coming up, kept coming up, kept coming up. Um, And Bobby was like, I do it for people like you. I do it for the young women who I can help um, make it through college. As far as you can do this, you got this to encourage. But she enjoyed seeing how much when we were done, what we were doing, how much we've grown up and mature, kind of seeing the light go off. So I was reading a T.D. Jakes book. I don't remember the name of it, and I probably should. Um, <laughs> at that time, it just kind of was just like, okay, college coaching, I guess I'll do that. And, I, and trying to figure out your purpose and your passion and what you really want to do. One thing about me with basketball is when I graduated, I would go to Kinder League in D.C. I would go to Summer League in Vegas, just like I could just sit and watch basketball. Like, I've always been like that, um, I'm still like that to this day. Um, July recruiting doesn't bother me any because you're in the gym watching basketball. Mm. So that was kind of like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. Um, and to be honest, everything I thought about being a college coach, I don't think that now. <laughs> um, I kind of see it more. So now it's just like, to me, it's, you see what corporate America's like, you see what the world out there is like, it's different than the athletic world, but it also helps you see that, being able to do what I do and be in this field is a huge blessing that I'm grateful for. Um, cause not a lot of people get the opportunity to do it. Um, but I think it was just one of those things where I need to be pushed in a direction and I kind of got pushed into it. Um, and, and, here I am. So.
0: So, uh, take us to, you, you said that you kind of got pushed into it. So you said, and you also said that you had this thought of like a college coach has no life and you know, it's yeah. going to be, it's, it's different. So, First practice on the college level, what are your thoughts, like, walking in?
2: Uh, I didn't know what to expect. Um, I kind of – so I'll back up a little bit. So when I said I was going to try college coaching, I applied for a dobo position at Radford. And I knew who had gotten the job, but I was like, I'll just – apply to be a and kind of see where that goes and see if I really like it. And then if I like it, then I'll try to move up and to be an assistant. Well, Mike McGuire, who's the coach at Radford now, he called me and he was like, I saw you applied. I said, yes. He's like, I know you, I coached against you in high school. And I was like, okay. He was like, "We well, should think about being an assistant. And I was like, yeah, all right. what, Whatever. And he was like, <laughs> think about it and call me back tomorrow. And so I kind of thought about it and I was like, okay, why can't I? I mean, I coached AAU. Um, but you realize from a coaching standpoint, like the little details and stuff that you have to repeat stuff, you have to say over and over. So walking into my first college practice, I just kind of was just like, okay, we'll see, we'll just kind of see where this goes. And it can't be too hard compared to me being a player. Cause you kind of go back into that mode. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I walked into the practice, I'm like, all right time I was much younger, my joints didn't hurt. So I could like (laughs) jump in, do stuff, help them, show them. And it made it easier for me. Um, but it was, it was fun. And I went through my first college practice and I was like, I can't believe I did something else for six years before I came back to do this.
0: Yeah. That, that, I guess it it would be a good feeling just saying, Hey, look, you know, I made a mistake here. (laughs) I needed to be here earlier. I'd I'd have had a much better time. So what led you out to the West coast? That's a, that's a drastic, like, climate and, like, that's a plane ride. That is not drive.
2: Well, I did drive it, just so you know. Oh, you drove it? Uh, with my mom, yeah. Okay, with my well, mom and my dog in the car. The mom and the, did the dog, Cap. did the dog drive? And the dog that's did not Cap. drive. <laughs> that's Cap. And then, um... That's
1: Cap. My that, bad. Go
2: ahead. <laughs> <laughs> with my mom... Me and my mom, my dog, stop playing. Um, so we made we made the drive. It was thirty eight hours, thirty nine hours. Broke it up over five days. Um, we stopped in different cities. Um, I, I I went in. I got touched some states where I don't know if I will go back. It's just different. You mm-hmm. just see like it's just different. Um, but honestly, when people say, or ask me, like, I used to think when people were like, how'd you get that job? I was offended. Like at first, the first couple of weeks I was like, so y'all don't think I should be here. Like, why are you asking me like that? Um, and to be honest with you is nothing but God. Like I did not know Tara before I talked to her on the phone, before I did an interview, I knew her associate head coach through recruiting Bobby Kelsey, who coached me. Played here, won a national championship at Stanford, um, came back twice as a coach. Um, so her connection with me and Bobby vouched for me was how I got this job, mm. like hands down. So I say it's God, it's I whatever you want to call it. Some people don't say God, but I say it's yeah, God yeah. Um, because I just never really I I'd never I've seen her on TV. I've heard listened to her talk. I've watched her videos, like stuff like that. So. It was through Bobby Kelsey.
0: Okay, I was just kind of seeing like, how, like, oh man, they got that job out there at Stanford. Let me go ahead and apply because.
2: Well, you know it's funny. I, I two years ago, I had the thought she hired Lindy Larock, whose spot I took, and I was like, I wonder if she only hires like within her coaching tree people who play for. Because Lindy played mm. for, her. I worked with two assistants that played for, her, and she has a very, very, very big coaching tree. And so I was like, well, I wonder if she would ever like hire outside of her coaching tree. And she did. Mm. And so once I talked to her, I was like, so did I have that thought two years ago? Like, God, was that you? Like, what was that? What was that? So going back to that thought until now, I'm like, "Mm, I live in California. It's it just hit me. I got some I got my tags for my car. Um, I got my driver's license. So it just like, it's recently, it's, it's setting <laughs> it's in, sinking in. Um, but I'm like, I live in California.
0: <laughs> okay. My last question now off, off mm-hmm. air, we would, we, uh, before Josh, you know, he's sometimes on his own time. Uh, mm-hmm. So before he mm-hmm. got on, uh, you were, you were devouring a plum. <laughs> <laughs> what is the, uh, what is the best part of being out in Cali?
2: I would say the fruit. (laughs) You (laughs) you can notice, and it sounds crazy. And Tara would tell me stuff like this. She was like, stuff is fresher. Like your produce is fresher. Even like stuff like eggs and different stuff like that. Like Mm. on the East Coast, like organic is like a big deal. Here it's every day. Mm. Because most of the stuff is grown on the West Coast and then have to preserve it and ship it to the East Coast. Especially when it gets cold. So at first I was just like, all right. And I didn't really understand um, completely what she was saying, but like stuff organic is just what they do here. Stuff, everything is pretty much, it's organic. That's your only option. Whereas like organic is like one of like 50 options in the grocery store on the East coast The food. It's just different. And you can, you can taste a difference. Like I don't really like plums. Like I was just like, whatever the guy at the farmer's market told me, I was like, this is amazing. And I've gone back every week since to the same <laughs> farmer's market. So.
0: Well, just for the uh, Staley English and Kurtz listeners out there, just to let you know, <laughs> um, when we got on, like, there was juice running down the side of her mouth and there was a plum pit <laughs> in the, and she was just like, we're not live always. <laughs> she was like i did something different like i came in different but uh we are so happy to have you on coach anderson thank you for being on and uh josh alluded to our topic so uh josh uh uh, uh where, where are we where are we headed with that
1: oh i could talk now, oh, I,
2: could talk sure. now. So, Jesus.
1: But, I mean not that i want to talk but you know I, I just feel attacked on this show and you know you keep taking shots at me and, you know so but you know we're going to move on um <laughs> like i said before Brittany is someone i admire and for the record for the record coach anderson i was not surprised at all when you got the Stanford job because i know who you really are and i know Thank what you take so so obviously when you got it you know all i said was congrats and i was actually excited like i was probably happier than you but that's that's big especially especially you know when you have people out there down with you, so that's that's beautiful, God is good, but you also came up with a great topic when I asked you to be on the show, and um, that topic was, you said, you know, Josh, people gotta, we gotta do a better job, and people gotta do a better job of setting themselves up to be successful, you know, and um, putting yourself in a position to be successful, and I said, hey, that's a great, great topic, so I'm going to let you, give us your thoughts on that, Coach, like what, What do you mean by we need to ensure that we're setting ourselves up to be successful? Give us, give us a little spiel on that.
2: So I'll start with success looks different for everybody. And I think sometimes, well, I know sometimes success is, well, I want what they have or look at where they are. And that's, my success and your success and what we define success as is different and that's okay. But I think across the board, you have to carry yourself in a manner, whether you are a player, a coach, a GA, um, high school, college, whatever, you have to carry yourself in a manner to where you are being, um, your own brand per se. And I know a lot of people, you hear a lot of people say that, but I don't think they really understand it. Um, I want when I meet somebody for the first time, not that I'm being fake or anything like that, but I'm being a genuine person like that's a human being. I'm being genuine as far as when they meet me. So that's one thing um, I think of. And you never know who's watching you. Um, And I think my thing about being able to go back to my alma mater and coach is that in my four years as a player at Virginia Tech, I didn't act a fool and from that standpoint i mean like we're in college we all make mistakes but i carried myself my parents made sure i carried myself in a way to where i knew that i was representing myself as well as my family as well as women's basketball team and that's something that was preached to me when i was younger Um, so i think we have to do a a really good job as far as like how we present ourselves um relationships are big Uh, my mom always refers to it as planting seeds um, when you plant a seed or you start a relationship with somebody, be genuine in your relationship with the person, but also realize that plants don't just grow overnight. It takes time. You have to water the plant. You have to care for the plant. And in maintaining relationships or building relationships with somebody, you have to be genuine about the relationship that you are building with that person. Um, had I not, to be in the position I am now, I met Kate, who's the associate head coach here, for example, like seven six or seven years ago. We always stayed in contact. She would text me and check on me. I would text her and check on her, see how things were going. We were on the road that we we talked. Um, but that was a relationship that I had built. So when it was time, she could vouch for me. So that that part of it is huge. I think sometimes if when we plant seeds or we want something, it's like, here, I want this right now. And that's just what we're doing at that time. Um, but you gotta plant seeds, water them, nurture, nurture the seeds, make sure that they grow. Um, And then the last thing is just work on your craft. Like you will never know everything. Um, You'll learn something new every day, Um, but be willing to put yourself out there. Um, For example, a coach reached out to me um, and wanted to talk about some stuff with our offense, with their offense. I have no problem with talking to anybody about that. And that's something that I had to be like, okay, let me, let me let my guard down in order to build my craft, craft and help them. They ask me questions. I ask them questions and then go from there. But I think it, it's, it is something that to be successful, it's something that it doesn't look the same for everybody. And, th- and once you get that through your head or through your thinking process, um, you'll realize that success for you and me is just different and that's okay. And I think sometimes our success is what we see somebody else get.
1: Hmm, That's big. I like, I like how you ended that. You know, a lot of people base success off what they see other people doing. And that is, that is, that is one of the biggest tricks to the riddle of success in life that people fall for. Like look, comparing themselves to other people. You can't compare yourself because your success is going to always be different from someone else's success. Even if y'all are in the same boat, like, for instance, we may coach English mad a little bit. So the Lakers just won their 17th championship, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> so LeBron, it's his fourth title, and it's Anthony Davis's first title. And, and Anthony, imagine if Anthony Davis would have be looking at LeBron and be like, oh, man, I wish I could have had four. You know, instead of really looking at it like, yo, I've come a long way. This year, I've probably grown the most I've grown as a professional athlete because I know what it takes to be a champion now, and I got one, and I got defensive player of the year. And he didn't get – and I love how he didn't get caught up in the, oh, why you didn't get the um, finals MVP AD and how did LeBron get it. Because you said it before, man, you know, comparison is the thief of joy. And we can't do that. So you're right. Setting yourself up for success, I think the first step is, like you said, looking in the mirror, you know really analyzing yourself and focusing on what you need to do to give yourself a chance um something i think people need to do and i will give my own testimony because if this is something i did not do a good job of you have to know who to take advice from when you're trying to set yourself up from, for success right so like i'm a man of faith and i do believe that you have to have counsel you know on certain things you know and one of those things you need counsel on is that that road you're taking when you're trying to be successful and establish yourself. And something I learned the hard way was who and who not to take advice from. Now, it's tricky because, you know, when you're getting advice from someone, you're thinking this person cares for you or you're thinking these people care for you. So something I learned to do was, you know, hey, you got to really pray. You got to really meditate. You got to really um, say peace, be still, and, and listen to that, that voice and really know who to take advice from because sometimes people aren't going to give you the best advice or the best advice for you. I'll put it to you like that. All advice might be good, but it might not be good for you. So you got to really know how to take advice and what parts of it to use. And that's something that I messed up on in the past that I learned that I was going to make sure the people coming behind me don't make that mistake. Um, Coach E, what are some of the things you think You need to do to set yourself
0: up to be successful um, Well, to piggyback on what you said Josh, like I uh, and, and uh, Insert joke Here um, <laughs> My first My first head coaching job Josh told me Not to take, I just wanted to put that on the Record, just to let you know Oh, but then he turned around. See, I, mean, I, but then he I turned need, around. Stop, I he need, turned need you to stop. I need you to stop telling the story like he, that. He, he like, like, like you know, <laughs> you know,
1: context, you no. Know? You see, context is everything. Context is everything. I need you to stop telling the story like that. It's like if you to tell I let it slide a couple of times. If you to tell a story, you gotta, you gotta include the entire context. I well, I'll give, I give, give, like,
0: give the rest of it. I give the rest of it. Then he said, Damn. he called me back and said, you know, yeah, I think you should. So it was it was within a, a half an hour period. He did call me back and said, Yeah, you need to go ahead and, and do what you need to do. But um I did I do feel like you do need to, just to what you said, Josh, I think that you need to make sure that the people that you're taking advice from are people that are people who are successful in the field in which you need to get the advice from. Like it's it's almost like a relationship. You can't get married advice from single people. Um it's just not it's just not, you know, I can't get financial advice from somebody who's broke like I, it's just not going to work out for me um so you need to trust the people you need to find the right people to trust um that's going to give you that advice that that um that unbiased um not about them advice and and i think that uh i've been lucky in that in that aspect but what i want to bring up is i think a lot of people do a poor job of setting their visions and their goals i think they should do a poor job of setting goals um and i think that you with your goal and everybody says there's a process and you know i don't want to be the dead horse but before you can come up with the process you have to come up with the goal like what is it that you want to do like you can say i setting yourself up for success is figuring out and that's putting what you said coach anderson and you coach daily together and saying hey okay what exactly do i want to be successful at like what am i want to? what do i want to do and then setting that goal hey i want to be a college coach Okay. Okay. So now, what do I have to do? What are my steps to get to that? There is a way to get to that, you know. And how do I go about doing that? And then coming up with, uh, uh, uh okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And I just think people do a poor job of first having the vision. Because I think vision, um, is a part of vision is having the confidence that you can do it. Because if somebody like you just if if I have a vision, that means I can attain this. So first off I need to have the vision I need to have confidence in myself And then I need to set the goal Okay look I want to be a head coach On the college level I want to be a professional I want to be an NBA head coach Now I need to seek the counsel of those people Who are doing That are successful in that arena To figure out how I need to get to that spot Of how I want of how to get there So that I can, can move the way I'm supposed to move And do the things I'm supposed to do Get the level of education I need to get Figure out the route I need to get Now some of us get it later some of us get it early, and those of us that get it early, um, like I had a player who really wasn't too he, he wasn't too good uh, as far as talent is concerned. Wasn't going to college on no college scholarship. Was going completely academic when he said he wanted to be a coach. And I said, hey, and the way I hear it is the best way is to go and probably start as a trainer as a freshman or, or whatever. Talk to the coach then and build yourself up to a GA and keep – Built climbing up the ladder But you start As soon as you get into school Just getting in the gym And uh, He's he's he's, uh, I think he's a Like a manager Or whatever For where, he, where he's at school at But he he has a goal He has a vision of Hey I want to be a head College coach So he's on his way And I just think that A lot of times People lack vision And then Not only do they lack the vision But they don't have any goals So they just spinning And say hey look I, I want to do I want to do this I want to do something. Oh, uh, my favorite thing is I want to do something in basketball. But well, what do you want yeah. to do? Yeah. <laughs> what is it that you want to do in basketball? Like there's people that refill the water in basketball. If that's what you want to do, hey, we can work that out. <laughs> but like, what is it exactly that you want to do? And then it's about, you know, Hey man, I could see myself doing this job successfully and then attacking it with fervor and just saying, "Hey, look, let me let me let me let me do everything I got to do." And then another thing that goes with that is and you said it, and I think Coach Anderson and Josh does a great job of this. And that's networking. Like you just got to be in the room and when you're in the room, Shake the hands, talk to the people, make the conversation, get your phone numbers. Uh, uh, always be respectful. Don't come off as that brash guy or, or, or girl, or woman or whatever it is, and, and just continue to to be seen as somebody that's respectful, that's gonna do it the right way, that's always gonna put you know whatever's the best way of doing things first. And this way, when you call, they go, "Oh, I know you. Oh, I remember you." Oh, oh, my God, like, thank you for calling. Like you said, somebody like they said, hey, I I coached against you as Mm -hmm. when you were a player and you must have done something well for them to say, Mm -hmm. well, if you were a good player, then you must be it might translate over to coaching. Um, So, I mean, I think that you do those couple of things and I think that that sets you up for success. And I think a good bit of people are afraid when they get in the room. With the names Or with the people Just go up and say they they regular old people Just go up and say Hey And nine times out of ten They they—they want to meet people Just as much As you want to meet them And so just and, and that's just my thing Like Vision goals And networking I think that, that That's how people Set themselves up To make moves And do what they gotta do
1: Yeah I think networking Is everything Most people say It's not what you know It's who you know No it's who knows you Yeah You know what I'm saying Cause yeah. like yeah. In my in my heart, I think I know LeBron, right? But he has no idea who I am. <laughs> you know, so Oh yeah, he don't know you. It. It's all a, I mean now nah, he knows me. Yeah, he,
2: okay. knows. he has but, um, no idea who you are. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh-huh. Uh, Brittany, I see Brittany, I see Coach English is really rubbing off on man, but you know
2: You can say it in your heart.
1: It doesn't it doesn't bother me because <laughs> like I know I know who I am and you know, so the hate it just empower, it, it empowers me, man. I, oh, young God. people use, use that to your advantage. So when they hate on you, don't tweet about it. You know, just just eat about it. Just I don't eat. Know it. If that really works.
0: No, that that doesn't <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't work. It doesn't,
2: doesn't work. work. I tried I, <laughs> I, I I agree with you. On don't tweet about it. Yeah, don't tweet it. I agree on
0: yeah,
2: that. Yeah, don't tweet it. Huh, don't tweet it. Eat it. Yeah, yeah
1: I, don't see tweet a, I
0: see. It, a, I see. I seen a young man it, do it. that the other day. A young man on Twitter just tweeted like. I don't understand how all these people are getting offers and, and, and I'm out here busting those people that get offers but like you don't think yeah, Because he's comparing himself. Be yeah. happy for them dude. Yeah. Be happy for them dudes and get back in the gym. And yeah, just get it just stay in the gym. Your time is coming. Like it might not no, be right your
1: now. Time, your time is coming. Your time is coming. But we um Coach Anderson, we're not gonna hold you up too much longer. I definitely don't wanna hold you long enough to start hating on me some more so
2: you um, are perfectly fine i have all evening oh
0: see see josh you're kicking off the phone already
2: i'm not
1: no see there you go who is kicking it wrong i'm trying to be no. You know all right <laughs> so so i have one more question and this is okay. this is it this is it i'm, I, I'm not any more questions. speaking of setting yourself up to be successful so i am a young student athlete that inspires to play college basketball. What are some of the things I need to do to give myself a chance to reach that goal to be a college athlete?
2: I'll start with how you carry yourself on social media because coaches do look at that. And a lot of coaches base recruiting you off of that so social media is a a part of it um I think you have to know your game and where your game fits in at the college level at what school like what type of system I think you have to know your game um be honest about your position like what position you want to play what position you do play um where you are as far as in your position um as far as talent level. I think everybody's at different talent levels. There's nothing wrong with wanting more for yourself, but sometimes it might not fit in somewhere. And that's okay, but it fits in somewhere. Um, and I think you have to be able to, when a coach watch you play, watches you play, are you coachable? Um, how do you respond to your teammates? How do you respond to the coaches telling you something? How are you when it comes to I'm having to change something. Can you change something? What is the coach going to say about your attitude, schoolwork? How are you doing in school? Um, But I think a lot of it is like back to your point of people saying I got I didn't get an offer, but I busted this kid's tail or I went against this kid sometimes because you beat somebody or went at somebody or scored more points than them. It's a position thing. It's a size thing. It's a um, system thing. Like, do you fit in the system? So I think sometimes we get into like the comparison of I beat them and I scored 20 and they scored 10. And it's not necessarily that it's what fits in to the system as far as what schools are offering them. Do you fit into their system? Um, I think there's a, a lot of a lot of different variables that go into how a lot of coaches I'm recruit but I think the one thing I will say across the board I've seen a lot of kids um not get offers to get offers pulled away because their social media is off the hook <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I, is, is I, I that, can believe that I tell my I tell my players that too I'd be like hey man I might want to clean up your social media you might want to do this you might do it. the college coaches are looking at that and they look at me sometimes like what I'm saying is just crazy and out on left field. And I just be like, listen, they they literally look at what you're putting on your social media. That's why they ask for your handles. <laughs> they ask for your handles so they can see what you're doing. They're following yeah. you now. Like you you see them following you, and yet you're still putting up foolishness. Like I just yeah. stuff that that doesn't need to be put up. Hey,
2: just don't post it
0: just don't post, if you have any questions about if your mama would be mad if she saw it don't post it don't post like it. <laughs> just don't post it um i got a question for you um biggest i think the biggest what's the biggest like uh mistake you've seen from a freshman coming in like somebody that you that, that was recruited and they're coming in like the biggest Mistake that freshmen usually make that, that you could come across as maybe some advice for someone not to do from something you've seen, or, whether it's a, as a player or a coach on the level you're on now.
2: Um, I think a lot of freshmen come in and they think I'm playing. I'm playing right now. I'm getting these minutes. It's a position I'm playing. And they're vocal about it. And they're vocal about it to their teammates. And what they don't realize is being a freshman is a humbling experience. I don't care where you go, who you play for, being a freshman is a humbling experience. And one of the things that I think a lot of freshmen don't think about is, I'm a freshman, you're a sophomore. You have had a whole summer to work out. You've had a preseason, you've had a season, and you've had a postseason. So not that I'm ahead of you, but I have those things in my pocket that you don't have yet. So your training is going to look different. You're learning a new style of offense. Um, you're learning out of bounds, play sideline, out of bounds, place, time and score situation. So I think a lot of, a lot of freshmen come in and they're like, I am to do this, 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 and this, and this, and this, and they're vocal about it. And there's nothing wrong with having confidence, but be humble because it's new, it's a new experience. Mm -hmm. And not only is it a new experience, it's like, I remember my freshman year and I just thought it was gonna go so smoothly and I'll be okay because I'll make my times and all that. Freshmen have to have people in their corner that are gonna say, you're gonna be okay. Or like my parents did, don't call this house anymore until you have a real problem. (laughs) Call me when you have a real problem. That's not a real problem. So it being hard, it being tough, it's just, it just is what it is. This is what you're a freshman, you get through it. One of my coaches used to always say, she said to me, my freshman year, you, you, the best thing that'll happen to you is you'll become a sophomore. And I used to be like, it's a wasted year. It wasn't a wasted year. I had to learn a lot. So I think not being humble is probably one of the biggest things that I see still to this day. And not that you have to come in and say, well, I'm going. I'm not going to play this year, and I'm okay with that. It's not that; it's that you have to be open to what else is going to happen. Your freshman year is new as far as plays and system, and your parents aren't waking you up for class. Um, they're not telling you what time you have to go somewhere. They're not making sure you get there on time. That's all on your shoulders. So you have a lot to juggle.
0: Okay, um, Josh, you got one for? No, nah, that's
1: I'm, okay. I'm, I'm I'm I said I, I love the way she answered that. She spoke so eloquent.
0: <laughs> eloquently that's 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 a coach yes. kurtz word you know shout out to my yes. brother coach kurtz
1: she's such an eloquent speaker oh, <laughs> man, no. that's, uh, that's big that's big i because got something freshman is, right, go ahead go ahead
0: it, no go ahead josh finish up your statement
1: no no i was just piggybacking on what she said it, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter what i have to say cause you've been cutting me off the whole show oh, oh my
0: god bruh, bruh. bruh. okay okay you got to give i wish i had a violin. So right so I, so I could play it when he starts complaining. Um, uh, but I got a question. Like, a, a, a lot of kids transfer all over the place as in high school. What does that do? Like, what is what is a college coach's thought on that?
2: I think it it is what it is. And at first, it used to be like I, I didn't know um, what to think. I just think that that's just kind of where things are. I'm not saying it's a good thing um, at all. I think it's just kind of what we're going through at this time. Um, I've seen people transfer to four high schools. I've seen people transfer to two. I've seen people transfer to one. Um, Some people have a legitimate, like I had to leave because of this. Um, As a matter of fact, just recently I was talking to a recruit and her reason for leaving her high school and going somewhere else is because she felt her teammates were racist and all this. Wow. And I understand that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I understand when you're dealing with racial issues and people saying stuff to you that just crosses the line. I get that. Um, but sometimes people transfer high schools because I want to play more minutes or my coach doesn't know what they're talking about or just different stuff like that. You kind of you you do look at it kind of like, oh, OK, OK. You look at it differently, but I just I think it's just kind of where it's where we are. Like it's it's just it's scary because it just happens so much. But you have in high school, you have in an AU, um, you have in college. I just feel like this just the time period where we where we're in right now. Just going through that. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, I I just think it is what it is, like, and I don't really see that changing anytime soon.
2: Mm
1: -mm. You know, because folks are always in the mode of trying to figure out the next best situation for them. Um, Sometimes it's good and sometimes it's bad. Sometimes they have to learn, they learn a hard lesson. But what I tell kids when it comes to transferring, if you're transferring because of something that you aren't doing, you're transferring for the wrong reasons. You know, like if you aren't getting it done, you aren't putting in the work and you aren't giving it your all, then you're probably going to go through the exact same thing at that new situation that you're in. But if it's a situation like you just said, where you need to put yourself in a better situation as a, as a human being, you deserve that. So I Mm -hmm. try not to get caught up in it. I wish him well. I tell him I'll be there for him no matter what. And focus on the relationship instead of the situation. And I keep it moving. Mm -hmm. And 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 I keep it moving. But Coachy, e,
0: let's ask Bert about that that lineup question about the superstar uh, Oh one. yeah. Oh yeah. Uh yes. we've had some Did very I. we've had some very good lineups to this question, and we've had some horrible lineups to this question. <laughs> Shouts out to my yeah. man Lou Bayak, who had the worst lineup ever. Yeah, Lou 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 still
1: has the worst lineup. <laughs> ever. Lou's
0: I'll... lineup goes down in history in uh, uh Staley English and Kurt's history. The question is, um you have to come up with five players to beat this team. Uh Magic Johnson. Hold
2: on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Okay. Okay.
0: She's like, She's writing it down. Are you serious? <laughs> Magic Johnson. Mm-hmm. Kobe Bryant. Mm-hmm. Michael Jordan.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: LeBron James.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And Shaquille O'Neal.
2: Okay. Oh. <laughs> you can pick it's any hard,
0: right? any five in history in that prime.
2: She's, you should see the look on her face. <laughs> this is hard. I would say in their prime. You could pick
0: anybody in, in their prime. You're, you're playing that team in their prime. Each player is in their prime. There's nobody to beat this team in their prime. You have to do something. We have to have, there has to be an answer. Okay,
2: I'm going to go with.
0: And the, player, okay. the the players you pick are in their prime as well.
2: Hard. i'm gonna go with katie i like
0: that that's usually a general consensus pick
2: um i'm gonna go with <laughs> <laughs> i'm like because i'm like hey nobody <laughs> the, the hardest one like shack like
1: I'm, really? I'm gonna give you some help. I'm gonna give you some help with that. No, go No, Josh, Elijah. Josh, you can't help. Go over
2: the
0: Okay, Mark. Josh, we have we, we okay. haven't helped anybody so far. How you helping? No, yeah. because that's my girl. Can help. Her. Um, so uh, nobody else has been on being your friend. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I just gave, I just gave her one.
0: <laughs> she still got three to go. So we got Katie
1: and a lot of one.
0: All right, and 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 like we need this today because we got to go to sleep. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going
1: to help her a little Wait, bit hold boy, on. No, now no, no, you. Josh. I'm not going to give her a person. I'm not going to give her a person. Oh. So, Elijah and Katie, that's your five and your four. You got to play Katie at the four. You can't play him anywhere else. So, that's your five and your four. Okay, go then. <laughs> you got Jordan, Kobe, and Magic. You got to offset one of them dudes. Name somebody that you know You gotta pick the weakest defender out of those three and offset it with a with a great offensive player. Come on now.
2: This is hard because hold on, hold on. I'ma go with
0: Dennis (laughs)
2: Robin. I could I could put K D at the three and put Dennis at the four.
1: No, you can't have Dennis
0: Robin out there. No, you cannot. Josh, it's five. her five. It's her five. Ahead, my bad. It's your five. Go ahead and bang. Dennis Robin. Dennis, Th- Dennis, so- Dennis Robin is out there. You got Dennis Robin now. Go ahead. You got Katie.
2: Larry Bird. Got-
1: Larry Bird. Oh, my. Okay, I like Larry.
2: <laughs> okay, I'll okay, go so Katie, Larry Bird.
0: Dennis Robin, and a lot
2: of No, no, take Dennis Robin off. I got to take
0: Dennis Robin off. Okay. We'll, we'll, take this off. We'll give you a mulligan uh, on Dennis Rodman You take Dennis Rodman off
2: Thank you <laughs> He said thank you <laughs> Thank you Larry Bird, KD, Hakeem um, I'm stuck but
0: At this point you might as well say Bob Cousy I don't know what you
2: No <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say oh, I'm stuck. Like,
1: <sighs> go 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 with Steph.
2: Go <laughs> no, with Steph. go with God. I don't, think, <laughs> I don't know if you can. Like, can you?
1: Magic. See, okay, you finished trying. So,
2: what no, you but you can. You can say. You can say Steph.
1: See, the person you got to attack in that lineup is Magic, even though he is unbelievable. He's not. He's never been a great on-ball defender. So you got to get somebody that can. It doesn't matter
2: beat. if he's a great on-ball defender or not. Look at who's behind him. It don't matter. Kobe's We're a dog. About- MJ's a dog. And LeBron's a dog. We want
1: open shots here, man. Look, the only way you're going to beat the team is if you get a wide open shots and make So it. I should
2: go Steph and who else?
1: I don't want to give you the last word because because like the guys going to get so mad. Josh. The only other person I think you can go with, the only other person I think you can go with, if you got Larry Bird and you got KD, your foot speed. With Larry Bird, your foot speed, you lost a lot of foot speed, but the only other person I think I, I think you can go with probably in your lineup is is, is um Kevin Garnett. Cause at least with a in his prime and KG in his prime and Larry Bird and KD, you could switch on every screen. The only you know what? You're I
2: right. only Bennett. person
1: that I have a problem the only person that I have a problem is Step. You know, Steph will be a little smaller, but he can at least get in the way of Jordan and Kobe if he get caught on the switch. And, you know, Magic's going to try to post him up, but I can live with Magic trying to attack Steph. But it's just it's, it's just You threw and me,
2: and I couldn't think anymore after you said Magic, Kobe, and MJ. That, I was done after. Yeah,
1: that. it was, that's a lot. Okay, here's my last question, and we're going to let you go. Um, I know you work out a lot. You're big on fitness. I've seen your grind because you posted it on Instagram. Um. With your story, how you get on a Peloton and you ride bikes, and you would find these little cute tights. Uh, 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 can I, Josh? So, I don't mean, Josh, I don't mean to so, cut you off.
0: Josh, I don't mean to cut you off. Uh, but this uh, Coach Anderson, Josh is about to take us on a road. Hold on, hold <laughs> he's about on, hold to go on, somewhere. It. He's about so, to go. So, he's so, about so, to so, go, so, go so, somewhere. And so, we're gonna go ahead and, so, and we need to get to our shout outs right now. We're running out of time. We're, we're running so, out of time. I, we're running I, out of time. I see, I
1: see you you're big on you're big
0: on fitness
1: as a coach and as an athlete have you
0: here we ever go now here we go ran
1: a ran a mile and get back squats in a pair of duckhead khaki pants
0: <laughs> coach anderson do not laugh the man is lying man. He- khaki pants He's th- not, not
1: not not just khaki duckhead. You know, those are like the thickest. <laughs> <Khaki> <laughs> so, ever. I would. Them, things, them things could take a nice stab like, and you would be fine. Like,
2: how, did, how would you feel? I don't. I mean, you got to get it in any way you can. And I'm not judging I nobody that you. does it. I wouldn't do it. I don't think that I could do it, honestly. But whoever did that, you're on your way to the top. Coach,
0: Coach Anderson, you can't listen to Josh. We cannot listen to Josh. Josh, this this story has changed so much over the last four years, three years that we've been doing this podcast. That story changes every week.
1: I know you heard the sound that a wounded dog, Will So You know know who who ran that that mile outside with your tacky pants.
0: Anyway, like we was getting started on. Let's go to the (laughs) shout-outs. Coach Anderson, anybody you want to shout-out?
2: My family. Um... I do miss them. We FaceTime, talk on the phone all the time. But that's it. My family. Okay. And shout out to our season starting tomorrow. We start practice tomorrow.
0: Uh, sweet, sweet. want to thank you again for being on. Josh, shout outs, man. And, uh, shout out to my family.
1: Shout out to my wife. Her birthday is going to be on Saturday. So um, shout out to her.
2: That's why she's on. so special. My birthday's in October, too. That's why she's special.
1: What are you? October what? 26th okay so you a Scorpio
2: mm-hmm
1: that yeah, says a lot about you but um shout out <laughs> shout out to my to my to my family my wife happy early birthday to her shout out to everyone still willing and dealing in this thing that we're in this pandemic go vote you know voting's coming up It's this is a big election go vote let your voice be heard every vote is important even though you might think your vote doesn't matter it does but um so go out and vote and you know, shout out to God, man, for keeping us through all of this.
0: Coach e, what you got? Man, just shout out to everybody out there getting it in, getting their grind on. Uh, definitely get out there and vote. You know, uh, <clears throat> don't really get into politics, but I do believe that um, your vote, uh, voting does matter. and You need to go out there, all levels. Don't just worry about the presidential race, man, because everything is affected. So make sure you uh, take everything seriously. Um, Beyond that man It's the Staley English show Uh, Once again You can catch us On all podcast platforms Um, Just search the show Staley Staley English And Kurt show And you can find us And it felt good To be back Josh man Uh, It felt really good
1: Even though you treated me Bad the whole show It felt really good Really uh,
0: I'm gonna have a violin ready for next next show, man. I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and download. Would, some viol- Josh, I'm gonna
2: pray for you because I don't want you to feel like you're a victim of people. Are yeah, headlong. yeah, just love you. just this
0: victim. <laughs> just this this I, victim. We love you. I would, I would prefer a cello. We love you. <laughs> I
2: love y'all
0: too. I love y'all too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right, Josh. All right, we're gonna go ahead and get out of here, y'all. Y'all enjoy the week. We will see y'all next week.
1: All right. Peace. Thanks, Brooke. This is Siri. When I'm not doing...